But I think right now we, we will talk to this guy. Look who it is. Look at this. It it's the guy who's playing hooky. <laughs> That's right. In the flesh, kind of. Yeah. So, so Eric, um, we were just saying before you sat down about how we think it's despicable that you would choose to go and play for some yeah. for some famous comedian over doing this show. It's well, kind of a lame excuse yeah. that you're in Vegas doing some sort of Chris Angel something or other. Yeah, where's your priorities, man? <laughs> you know, I, I, I was hearing ramblings about this birthday event that right. uh, Chris Angel does, which apparently it's some sort of benefit that coincides okay. with his birthday. Uh, and I, you know, was told, okay, there's going to be a backing band, but Steven was like, I want you to be there with me and to go up there. So I knew there was going to be a band anyway. This band right. is comprised of, uh, Brent Woods, Brent Fitz, uh, Robbie Crane. Okay. Wow. And then the, the guests that Chris has coming, the singers that are showing up, which are, uh, Robin Zander, uh, Phil Lewis, uh, Steven and Tammy down. Wow. Nice. Right. So, uh, anyways, I'm, I'm told, yeah, uh, Brent had called me to touch base cause he's kind of the music director for it. Uh, and this was like a few days back and he's like, Hey, you know, we're, we're going to rehearse Sunday. And, you know, I, I, you know, Steven, I think you're going to go back with him after your show. And at still, I didn't know what day this was even taking place on. And my, right. my daughter was saying Thursday. So I'm going, man, what's he think? I'm going to like come to Vegas and stay all week for this. You know, I got other other things to do. And then I get my plane tickets for the McHenry show that we just went and did. That right. meal came to you guys talked about yeah. that. Uh, I get my I, I, I get in or get my tickets, excuse me, for, for this trip. And I see that it has me coming back, not staying, not going to Vegas coming back so i just kind of assumed that they just weren't going to use me for it so i really didn't okay. say anything to you i kind of just yeah. went well, whatever i mean whatever happens i'm it looks like i'm going back to san diego uh brent ends up calling me on the phone like uh you need to be here you know we're, we're rehearsing and it's only one rehearsal and this thing is monday and i'm mm -hmm. like oh my god uh so now i'm thinking shit i'm gonna have to come home and my flight wasn't gonna get me home uh, Saturday night until like 11 at night, right. uh, which would not even get me home till after midnight. I would then have to get up at probably, you know, 6 a.m. and start driving to Las Vegas to possibly get to this place. <laughs> so I was really not happy about it. Right. So as fate would have it, um, the weather in McHenry was bad and uh, it was icy. We got held up. They had to like de-ice the wings and all this stuff. We had a layover in Detroit. And by the time we got to that layover, we missed our, we all missed our flights. They, they missed their <laughs> flight to Vegas. I missed my flight to San Diego. So next thing you know, we're going to the help window, if you will. Right. Uh, where they were, uh, Delta took very good care of us. I will say that they, they put us up in hotels uh, that were at the airport. So there's Transpo, you know, to get us mm -hmm. back. It was nothing, no cost to us. They gave us food vouchers for this place. That's cool. So, yeah, we were able to go and uh, at least get a, a good night's rest. They had booked us on uh, some early flights uh, the next morning. So it looks like now I did get the flight to Vegas. Now, the only thing going on back home is I got my car sitting at Wally Park. Okay. Which, you know, they thought I was getting back, you know, Saturday night. So I'm going to have to probably pay 
six hundred dollars for a towing fee. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking that if you're a day and a half late, they would just charge you that day and a half. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I think I, they would probably call me or, or email me or ask me before they go towing the car away. Or right. Um, I will don't don't get me stressed now, Chris. Now nothing else for me to worry about. Sorry, you got a bad ticker. I'll be careful. I, I've certainly been late getting my car at Wally Park thinking that my, you know, where I've had delayed flights and usually it's like, they just don't let, they don't open the thing for you to leave until right. you give your credit card so right. they can charge you the room. So you're basically cars held ransom until you pay the right. extra amount to get out of there. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. Nice. Very good, man. Well, See, I took spirit to Vegas and I got stuck there because spirit fucking sucks. Oh yeah. And so they didn't offer like hotels or anything like that, like Delta. I slept in a corner of the ho of the airport with my bag underneath my head. Mm -hmm. God that eventually I was going to get back to Cleveland. So yeah, you, you, you got, got a nice firm back supported chair. I did <laughs> with no cushion. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. I was like really kind of freaked out because I I've over all the years I played in this band I've been pretty lucky. Like I always got home that day. Right. And I wasn't going to be getting home. This is the first time in 22 years that that's like happened to me. I know it happens to other people, artists, you know. Oh, what are you talking about? This second time this year for you. That I didn't make it home the same day? Yeah. That I was supposed to? Yeah, the heart attack day. <laughs> Man. Man. Come on. Chris with the jokes. <laughs> it did happen. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't because of the airline. It was because of my, no. you know, my own bad lifestyle. Right. <laughs> Down that road. So yeah, I understand that one. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think we've all walked that that walk of life. I don't Everybody walk here. that road anymore because I lost a leg because of my bad choices in life. So there you go. Oh, really? I didn't know that stuff. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Right yeah, he's had a he's had a rough year himself. You think, all year. you had was a little mild heart attack that you got back from, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Another buddy of mine, Craig Robinson, I want to give a, a shout out because he, I guess, had one last night. I saw him posting oh, Jesus. Uh, in there. Yep. So uh, get well, my friend. Um, but, uh, you know, back to our, our story. So uh, we got in and, and Christy and Steven have been amazing hosts for me. They let me stay at their house. And I don't know if you can see behind me. Yeah, all those Ferentino's platinum albums sitting back there. I wish they were. These are <laughs> this is Steven's life back here. These are his <laughs> his platinum albums. So, you know, you could see up here we got Invasion of Your Privacy. We got out of the cellar. He's also got out of the cellar gold album down there. Uh, but we got what is that one? Oh, Reach for the Sky. Right. We got Dancing Undercover. Nice. And these are the platinums. You know, over over a million of uh, each of those. Like some of them are like up to four or five million, probably sold. But very cool, man. Well, dude, it looks like you guys are definitely going to have fun tonight, man. And and obviously, you know, we're busting balls as far as, you know, not being here. Yeah. Lord knows if I could attend that show, I wouldn't be here. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just be like in Vegas, forget about the show. If I could just yeah, be in Vegas. I would... that's, that's right. <laughs> so uh, we, did, we did do the rehearsal. That was interesting. You know, we had, it was at uh, SIR Studios. Right. Uh, and Stephen and I uh, went over there. Uh, Tammy was wrapping up okay. his stuff with them right when we got there. They were like learning the last part, little things on his song. Sure. And I was getting my guitars ready. And then uh, we just went up there. We're, we're going to do six songs uh, with those guys. So we, they had a long day because, you know, and I don't know if I mentioned Lita Ford too, but they have like okay. a lot of artists coming up. So they had to learn 
all these songs, you right. know, they had to learn like 30 songs or something. Do you hear that? Is that him warming up? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's warming up with some James Brown over here. Um, <laughs> so, well, bring him on, man. Bring him on. Yeah, real Steven, quick. come say hi over here, man. <laughs> He's getting He's like, some, ah. some uh, Stephen Piercy coffee. He got a shipment in today, which you might have yeah, seen me. I did see that. I made a post today on my Facebook holding the one that had the smash cover on. It's called. Oh, uh, dude, I can't go on yet. Okay, don't worry about. It. <laughs> uh, uh, double shot coffee I put on my my uh, social media today. Nice. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. So I got to try it. It was good. I know people want to know my thoughts. It was freaking good. That's cool, man. Now, what what kind of coffee is it? Is it, is it like a dark roast or they is it are. a breakfast blend or what? There's, there was three types that came in the mail, uh, and at some point I will bring them over here to show you guys. Um, I grabbed Double Shot, which I think was a dark roast. Um, he has one that's like a chocolate cinnamon okay. that he really likes, um, and there was a third one as well. So we'll we'll grab those at some point and kind of show, show the yeah. audience. I thought uh, coffee was good for the ticker, though. I didn't think coffee was good for the heart. Do I think it is? I, here's the problem. I'm like... <laughs> Five medications, all of which make me the most sleepy, boring guy you've ever met in your life. So I'm like trying to mitigate that a little bit. Uh, I have to have a little coffee just to be able to get through the day. I'm like, <laughs> I just want you to be okay. That's all. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm okay. I just know I'm not okay when I'm sleeping all day and I don't yeah. get done. So I, I don't even know if they know what they're doing with that. You know, because it's been it's only been a few months. I'm still you know I'm still figuring out these dosages, if you will. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the, it's the old adage. Do you want to be 70 or happy or 90 and miserable? You know, I don't want to be 90 and miserable. You want to be 100 years. <laughs> 100 years. <dude. laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody's getting ready to come say hi. All right. There we go. Bring them on. All right. Who do we, who do we have over here? This is Monaco. Hey, you go, kids. Whoa, there he is. Get one of these coming up right up right here. When I pick one, how's it going, brother? Good, Stephen. How are you, man? Okay, getting Dude. ready to go have some fun. Hell yeah. Now, where it's do we fun. buy the coffee, though? You're promoting the coffee. Tell me where to send people. Look at the fucking website. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like a little bio thing right there, and we're gonna have some signed ones. It's right. from Riders and Coffee and uh, Riders and Rockers. Excuse me. There it is. There it is. Very it's been cool, a long man. day. <laughs> See, now I'll start drinking coffee, man. That's that's going to do it. Dude, I drink coffee all day, 24-7. <laughs> I don't know how you I do it. I am a freak of the nature. All right. Anyway, oh, I busted in on his party. Oh, the Whiskey of Go-Go on the 30th of December. Yes. It's you guys are. What are I play the harp for you, but I don't. Go know ahead, give us a little. Give us I a little. Know. It's just a prop or something. Oh. <laughs> it is. Look, you think I'm fucking with you? <laughs> All right, see you guys. All right, Stephen. <laughs> you got his dog bear gnawing on my hand over here. <laughs> I miss uh, my clog, a... man. I gotta be. <laughs> I think it's out of tune. <laughs> it's like your guitar. <laughs> oh my god! 
So I gotta I gotta tell the guitar players out there something yeah. that they might laugh at that they might have been through in their life. Um, for one, I have I have a couple of the Charvels, and these have the Floyd Rose locking systems. They're kind sure. of they a pain to get set up. Once they are, they they work great. But I tripped myself out. Like I didn't realize what what was screwing me up. But when I looked at my tuner, it appeared the guitar was set up for standard tuning. Right, we're all like a half step down. I'm like. Who came in and played a practical joke and tuned this up? Because I didn't remember doing that. Okay. Uh, long story short, the, the Boss Chromatic Tuner that I use, it's typically has a button that takes – you have options of what you want to have the tuning be or whatever. Right. And it's best to have it on chromatic. Okay. And this thing, I don't know if a cat stepped on it or what the hell happened, but it, like, moved it to where it, it appears that I'm tuning correctly, but it wasn't. It was actually – to. Uh, it looked like it was in standard, but it wasn't. I panicked and reset my guitars up to be, <laughs> which totally screwed them all up, like, right before the show. Like, actually, at Soundcheck in Chicago. And I had to sit there, like, super fast, grabbing screwdrivers. And, like, because I realized my mistake, that it was an issue with that button. Right. And I had to set up both guitars. It just stressed me out. Before the before the gig. I, I pretty much had it worked out. Um, and then uh, did have been doing some finishing uh adjustments on it here but yeah that was the stupidest thing i've probably ever done in my life and, and all guitar <laughs> players never do that if you look at your guitar like wait this was supposed to be a half step down make sure you have your tuner to chromatic because that just made me do so much extra work Hell yeah. when i would have needed to but uh the show itself was good and um That's you know cool. you, yeah you heard from um neely it was so yeah. awesome that he came out, man i only get to see the guy like once a year dude i i gotta tell you a funny story about about neely Okay. So, and I don't know if I told you this on the phone or not, but if I did, I'll tell it again anyway, because it's funny anyhow. Sure. So he told the story on the show Saturday about how in the morning you guys went to breakfast and, and some girls comped or some people. I don't know if it's girls necessarily, but some I'm going to add to this story because this has right. blown up into this whole other thing. So okay. but I guess some people bought you lunch or breakfast rather. They, they yes. paid for your breakfast. So and they and then they asked to take pictures with with you and Neely, you know, right. to for their Facebooks or whatever. So, I guess they tagged you in the pictures, which is the only way I would have seen it because I'm friends with you. So I saw their pictures, and I looked through the pictures, and they had tagged another guy. They thought Neely was some other guy. Oh no, shit! Yeah, if you look at it, the guy's name is like John Joden or something. <laughs> Oh, I haven't even I haven't even looked at it, but yeah. but let me make this into a comedy for you here. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, anyways, for for most you know guys that play in bands, you know it's relationships can be difficult yeah. because you know your, your your significant other is doesn't know what you're up to or, right. or what you're doing, and they always imagine the worst, and it's like there's a lot of you know, uh, wor worry, uh, fights, arguments, and uh, and social media certainly hasn't helped. Right. You know, I've done everything that I could do, like uh, as far as like I'm in a relationship. I'm ah, I show pictures of my lady. You know, her name's Susan. Yeah. And uh, I, I make it quite clear, but people still, you know, the fans they they like to comment on my posts. They like to do these things, and you know, she sees these things, and and of course. All the women out there put photos that make them look look probably even better than they are in real life, or you know they they make themselves look provocative in their pictures or what have you. But I don't really, you know, in most cases don't know even who a lot of these these people are. Other of course, than, yeah. 
for Facebook or, or great. They were at a show mm -hmm. and said that I was there. They have a photo of me on stage, but doesn't mean they know me, you know, or anything like that. So, so this stuff comes up a lot. And uh, this person that we're talking about that, that bought us, yeah, food was on my Facebook, but she had already been like singled out by my lady as a person of interest of sort. Of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like where she, who is that? And I'm like, I don't know who she is. She's like, well, she's got, you know, pictures with all the band, and this was from a previous show. And I'm like, well, am I in any of them? You know? And she's <laughs> like, no. And I'm like, well, I was then I wasn't there. I don't go to really the meet and greets. Now, flash forward to this the other night, right? Mm -hmm. The meet and greet is held in the back of the in the in our backstage room which yeah, is yeah. the only backstage area of the theater they decided to walk these people in it was a big enough room that i was able to uh stay on the other side but i see that woman come into the meet and greet and i said okay. to jason green i tell him the story i go oh my god that's the one that she was asking me about I'm over here. Like, I, I go, I don't want to be in this photo. You know what right. I mean? Because this is going to fucking cause problems. You know what I mean? So I, I go, all right. So I stay off and, and I evade that problem. Like, so I don't get a photo. So flash forward, Neely and I go to breakfast the next morning and it's like a breakfast, like brunch place that he found. Right. He found this place. He looks it up. He goes, I got the perfect place. All they do is breakfast. It's their specialty. So it should be amazing. I'm like, okay, okay great. Let's go. So we sit down. We're dining. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, uh, this couple comes in. Who is it? It's that girl and her boyfriend <laughs> or whoever. The one. <laughs> and I go, oh, shit. Okay. So. Um, I'm sitting there and we're eating and it came time to like pay the check or something. And the waitress comes over and goes, we wanted to let you guys know that the couple over here said you guys had a great show and they took care of your breakfast for you. And I'm like, Oh, oh shit. Good. <laughs> All they want is a photo with you. Right. Right. And I'm like, Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. So I stand up and as you know, you probably saw the photo. I, I did take a photo with her. Yeah. I, I did I did take the photo. Um, I kind of forgot about it. I've been busy with missing flights. I've been busy uh, with these rehearsals. I'm here at Stevens. I kind of forgot about it. Jason uh, texts me today and goes, "That that girl from that bought you guys breakfast has COVID." Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Right, but I'm in between texting my lady about something unrelated. Yeah, but when I go to answer him, I send it to her. Oh, and I go, <laughs> I go, I go. Yeah, well, she took pictures with the band last night, and she and with me at breakfast. You know, oh, and, and no. it's my girl who. Goes took, into it, it. took it like you had <laughs> breakfast in bed. <laughs> no, I look like I'm. I'm. Fuck, I haven't done anything wrong at all in my world. In my opinion, I just think it's so coincidentally hilarious that this happened. You know, it's not a lot. Isn't, isn't that part though, like of being a rock star and being yes. the profession that you do? Your lady should be a little bit understanding to the fact that there's going to be chicks out there that dig what you do and want pictures and it's, maybe you know, want to well, sleep with you, but it's part of the gig. Let's not paint too crazy of a picture here. Part of the gig, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's not like uh, people imagine. You know, I mean, it, it's it's mostly the the rigmarole of traveling. Um, it's it's lengthy, annoying sound checks. It's barely getting ready in time for the show, and then yes, there's 
you know, a meet and greets where sometimes they get a chance to see us. I don't really bother with that. It's a Stephen Piercy show. It's, if we were a band name or something, I could see me going out there every night. But it's Stephen Piercy. That's who they want to meet. And he goes out there. Jason Green takes them out there. And I don't go to those. You know yeah. what I mean? If they catch me, it's got to be just in public, either like caught me leaving the venue or, or go into a hotel or like this person in a, in a, in a restaurant right. uh, somewhere, but it's not anything like they imagine, you know, most people think it's something totally different than what it is. You're coming from a guy whose wife married me because she thought that I had money because I'm in radio. So she was wrong. <laughs> but I mean, she admits that. I mean, but that's part of the gig, you know, when you do radio, when you're a rock star, you know, there's women around. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like it's part of the deal. But um, no, there's there, there's women at the shows, and if there wasn't, uh, we probably weren't wouldn't be very good or <laughs> handsome or talented or anything. You know, I mean, that's it. It goes with it. That's that's you know. And I tell yes. her, that, we go. I go. She because she she'll get mad when she sees these people even comments. I go. Well, what do you want? Go date an ugly guy. Go yeah. date a guy with no talent. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a guy at the gas station that's looking for somebody. You want to go there? Live for you. Yeah, he's nobody. Nobody cares about it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go, go date the janitor at the venue that you were playing, you know, <laughs> or the body, the the bouncer or whatever. That, no. guy, that guy'd probably be interested as well. I was say, so. The bouncer's probably pretty cool, too. <laughs> the bouncer probably gets laid more than, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very nice, dude. <laughs> Well, dude, I, I know you got to skip. Yep. Um, so um, obviously we will do this next week for real, I think. Are we doing it next week on the 26th? Yes, I, I will be home for like all, certainly the rest of the Mondays of the year. Okay. Oh, good. Thanks. thanks. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> no, I'm going to be, I'm going to be around all next year, Mondays. This was a okay. flute thing. Okay. It's a private benefit, private event. This wasn't, usually gigs aren't booked on Mondays. You know? Right. Well. Well, and and it's fine. I mean, obviously, dude. I think even if you weren't here, and even if Seth wasn't here, somehow I'd find a way to do it. Lord knows I can talk. <laughs> Lord knows I, if there's one thing I have a talent in, it's talking. So <laughs> you do it so well, my brother. Yeah. Well, go go um go make uh, Chris Angel's uh, buffet disappear. I'm gonna do a shake right now and disappear. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm back. And I'm back. And he's back. Wow. Uh, I no, hope Chris Angel's better than that. <laughs> me too. I hope I remember these songs. Uh, no, I, I'm going to go get ready for that, and we'll talk all about it on Monday. And all right. good luck with your interview Wednesday with uh, Des and Jesse. I know you look forward to talking to her. I can't wait. <laughs> look, look, you don't even include Des. You're just like, I know you're you're interested in talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Now beat it. Get All out right, of here. Have a great show. And Chris, later, I will see you and the fans Monday. Right. See you later, later. man. Bye-bye. Right, right. That was Eric Ferentinos and um, Stephen Piercy there for a minute, <laughs> popping his head into. That was quick. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's doing a million things trying to get ready to go. You know, he probably wanted to leave at eight o'clock, and Eric probably made him wait. <laughs> See, that's the life of a rock star, man. I, I, I would love that kind of life. Although I almost died with the lifestyle that I have. I can only imagine if I was a rock star. I would have been Dude, 10, ten years ago. And Stephen, look, God bless Stephen, but man, the life he led in those early days. Yeah. When he used to, his he said on on the CMS one night, and it's in his book too about how he practiced the three Ps: 
party paycheck and pussy. Oh, and, he, and I mean, he just, he has stories like you can't believe. <laughs> and I, and I've seen it firsthand with him back in the day. I mean, seeing him backstage, you know, before, before he ended up with his girl, Christy that he's with now. Yeah. Boy. So you're telling me he's calmed down a little. He's calmed down a lot. I mean, he's, he's definitely, well, one, he got clean right. and I know, and, and that's a big deal. You know, that was a big deal because there were several times that I met Steven and he was definitely talking a little bit slower than he does. You know, right. he was definitely, <laughs> he was definitely like the, Hey man, what's going on? You know, yeah. he was that guy, but, uh, you know, he's, he's a lot of fun and, um, I'm glad to have him as a friend and that's and, cool. And I do like the fact that he wants to do a show right here on this little network, which I'm yeah. very excited about if, if we actually put that together and make that happen. But that's cool that you, I mean, that's what I like about the stuff that you do is that, mm -hmm. you know, I've interviewed a lot of rock stars over my life and I've sure some I've been you know, praised to some, right. and I told Getty Lee, he sounds like a woman, um, <laughs> but you know, I, you're friends with these guys and you've gotten to know them over the years and become close to them. I think that's cool. I mean, I didn't get a chance to do that. And you know, what you do is, is pretty sweet. sweet. Right, well, now you will, you will now you will. Yeah. Now, we're going to get you guests. That's yeah. for sure. And, and dude, it, it, it takes, a, it takes a while. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot of good interviews where they yeah. say crazy shit. And then they realize that you didn't, you know, set them up. Well, that's just it. A lot of those guys, especially when you're doing radio, they're sitting mm -hmm. there going, the jackass radio guy, the morning guy, the afternoon guy, they're just tools that you're yeah. sitting there. You know, they come on to promote their gig or promote their album, whatever it is. And then, you know, you say some stupid joke or what, and they look like you're a jackass. And yeah. most radio guys are. So dude, it's cool that, you know, the former relationship is cool. Dude, I, I, I'll tell you, when, you know, I've written the six books that I have out, and I have a, I, even me, who's really a nobody, but I do have a publicist when I do books. Yeah. And my publicist, um, I'll give him a plug, Michael Mazer, Mazer Public Relations. Yeah. Um, Michael always gets me booked on these um on the morning show tours. And I'm sure you as a radio guy, you know those things where oh, yeah. you, have, you have the guy come in for like seven minutes and the DJ yeah. asks as many questions as he can in seven minutes and then clicks off and then you go to the next station. You know, and you do an interview every 10 minutes. Yep. Every fucking one of these things, I could tell immediately they'd never read the book. They probably hadn't seen the book. You know, they didn't know anything about me. They would all ask the same questions. It's it's funny. I have an I have an actual audio file from the last one that I did. Every every single one of them asks, What do you read? As an author, they go, well, what do you read <laughs> every, I don't know if it's written in the journalism manual or something that that's what you ask authors, but every one of them asks me that question and every one of them gets a different answer. And I have all my answers where every single one of them is different. What's your favorite book? Uh, the Bible. Oh, next guy. What's your favorite book? <laughs> Satanic Bible. You know, I'll, I'm just, I will spew whatever just to entertain myself at that point. Because most radio guys don't do the homework. They don't yeah. do any kind of homework. They don't do any kind of research. And no. they just go on there with their stock questions. And they ask the same mm -hmm. crap that everybody else asks. And it, it, it's lazy radio. Yeah. And well, I've and, worked and, with a lot of people that were like that. I've worked with some that really did their stuff. 
Mm-hmm. But for the most part, a lot of those guys are just most of it's lazy. I mean, most of it is lazy. A lot of it's fake. And we'll talk, we'll tell some radio stories tonight. Because yeah. I have I have plenty, you have plenty. You know, we, we will definitely talk about that, especially since we have plenty of time to kill now. <laughs> <laughs> until until Cedar comes Yeah, until Cedar comes on at 915. But I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's take a little break just because right. I gotta cough whatever the fuck is in my throat out of it. So <laughs> let's uh let's play. I'm going to play a little piece of um, Stephen and Eric's show from uh, Friday night. They were in McHenry, Illinois, right near Chicago, and they played a set. And uh, my radio partner nearly was out hanging with those guys, and he shot a little video. So this is um, Stephen's band uh, playing Stephen's non-rat band, Arcade. They had a hit called Nothing to Lose in 1991, maybe? Maybe 91, 92. So we'll play a little of that, of them playing it live. We'll hit a commercial, and then we will be back with more of Chris Aiken Presents. (laughs) 